folks, welcome to the podcast, Truckers USA American, my name is Miguel Reynoso. Folks, any uh, news released by the FNCSA or the Department of Transportation that says that the Biden administration is basically releasing $80 million to create uh, uh, parking spaces and facility for the uh, transportation industry. And uh, some of these uh, funds are going to be basically released to some of the states to create uh, parking. The only issue is that some of these parkings are going to be just uh, just parking spaces alongside of the highway with no facility. The only places that we have uh, showers and, you know, restrooms, and some sort of service will be a couple of them. Like uh, uh, Coldwell Te- County, Texas is going to get $22.9 million to basically uh, create a uh, parking plaza or a travel plaza. And that travel plaza is going to have uh, showers, uh, will have a spaces for short and long, um, and long vehicles, they're talking about the uh, long, the long holes and the uh, oversized vehicle, the one that you know carries uh, oversized load. They're gonna have parking spaces for those on that travel plaza. Also, that facility is gonna have showers, and it's gonna be a uh, 24-hour uh, uh, monitoring security system on the place. So, 22.9 million dollars to create a travel plaza. It doesn't have many parking spaces uh, this new facility is going to have. And the other one will be Paris County, Louisiana. Louisiana is going to get $10.5 million to basically buy a, to buy a piece of land, a construct, a uh, parking facility near, near, to the, near the port. On high, uh, uh, yeah, near the port. This facility is going to have only... Uh, 50 spaces for the commercial uh, for the commercial vehicle or for the for the trucks for the semi trucks uh, and he's gonna have a hundred spaces for cars and also has a EV charging that will be electronic vehicle charging facility for cars and uh, trucks also and uh, but this facility would not have any showers this one would not have uh, any restaurant it's just gonna be a basically a uh, parking space with no service. I don't know if they're gonna pay basically and the future put some service on it, a restroom, bathroom, or something, but right now it doesn't say anything about that. The only place that's gonna get 15 million dollars will be Florida to create basically 120 space alongside of I-4 between Tampa and Orlando. Okay. It's not just gonna be just one place. It's gonna be probably a couple of places that they're gonna put alongside of the highway. Just uh, it's just gonna be parking spaces. It's not gonna be there's not gonna be any facility, no restaurant, nothing. Just a place to park. That's it. And I don't know. I think 50 million dollars just to create uh, parking spaces. I don't know. I think it's too much. I mean, if they can put a bathroom or something over there, or like the one in Texas, they're gonna have like a couple of showers available. I mean, if they're going to spend that much money, you know, 
creating these uh, parking spaces alongside of the highway. I mean, at least put a restroom or something over there. Some sort of service because, you know, it is hard when you stop in a place that is no resume or nothing and, you know, and you got to go, you got to go, you got to, you know, do your necessity and you just can't because uh, there is no facility to do it and uh, I don't know. I mean, that's my personal opinion, $80 million and not enough, you know, not enough uh, service. So, well, near Memphis, Tennessee, they're going to create another uh, parking spaces, 125 parking spaces. This, uh, this place is going gonna, is gonna to get $22 million just to create 125 parking spaces alongside Highway 40. Basically, parking spaces. This one's not going to have any facility, no restroom, just uh, parking spaces. I don't see the point in you know, spending that much money just to create parking spaces. Also, uh, Washington State, Oregon, and California are also going to get funds to create parking spaces alongside I-5. Again, it doesn't say here. It doesn't say anything about you know creating any restroom or showers. The only one dimension that they're going to create uh, parking spaces in shower is the one in Texas. Other than that, uh, Wisconsin, there's a rest area in Spartan, Wisconsin that's going to get funding to basically to uh, add more parking spaces. Uh, it doesn't say anything about shower or anything like that. It's not going to be a new facility. It's going to be basically uh, unfortunately it's going, to, it's going to be just the rest area that is in a uh, Spartan, Wisconsin. So, and uh, they're gonna get also funding for that. And I mean, at least that one is gonna, you know, already has a, a restroom and it has, you know, a place that you can do your necessity. But again, like I said, it, it, it is too much money. Also, Iowa. I was gonna get money to create more uh, parking spaces alongside of the highway, uh, Wyoming, Nebraska. All these places are gonna get funded just to create uh, parking spaces alongside of the highway. Again, my main my main problem with this is like, why they don't build something that has, uh, you know, showers or restroom or something, a any service, you know. Because they're able to do this way. Plus, you guys know that it is not safe, especially in Highway 80 in the winter time. Um, I would say Nebraska, Wyoming, and uh, Nevada, and all these places to stay alongside of that. Especially Wyoming and Nevada. Okay. Especially in the winter time. You know that highways basically get a lot of snow and. You know, sometimes they're doing the best they can to clean the highway, but the thing is, there's nothing to hold that wind, and they're cleaning the highway, but the wind is pushing the snow back into the highway, so there is no point. Now, you create parking spaces uh, alongside of the highway, somebody lose control of the, uh, of the ring, and it's going to hit everybody, God forbid, you know, they're basically resting on that, you know, and 
on the rest area, let's just call it that, like that, or the parking space. And that is my main concern. I mean, they can create a truck uh, plaza or a truck stop with that kind of money. But again, this is my personal opinion. I don't have control over that. But I think $80 million is a lot of money. Then you can create a lot of truck, truck stop or, you know, facilities that have showers, restaurant, you know, service, something that you can go and get something to eat or whatever, you know. But I guess the only thinking is like a place to park. Uh, whatever, whatever necessity or anything that you, that you need uh, is on you. I mean, if you got to do number one or number two, then good luck to you. Just basically do it anywhere else. Or, I don't know. But that's what's going on. I mean, I know some of you guys will be like, well, at least they're doing the effort to basically basically create some uh, parking space because we need we need the, we need the parking. I mean, we, we really need more back more parking spaces because there's a lot of trucks and not enough parking spaces. I would say for uh, I would say for uh, 10 trucks, they have one parking one park one parking space available, and that creating a lot of problem for you know for us because then we run out of hours because we had to work with our electronic lock and that's another problem so but at least at least they're doing something which to be honest with you my personal opinion again it's not enough i mean if you're gonna invest that much money on that just create something just one place the only thing that i can find was just one place is gonna get showered and resume will be the one in caldwell texas that's it Caldwell County, Texas is the only one they're going to have uh, restroom and showers. Uh, the other one basically is going to be parking spaces. That's it. But that's what's going on. Uh, I mean, I know, I, I, you know, some people will say, like, come on, man, but, you know, don't be so ungrateful because, I mean, at least they're doing something to basically create uh, parking spaces. But I guess, you know, that's what it is. Another thing, folks, is like, I don't know if you guys heard, but this year, and I, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it's starting, uh, I think uh, April or May, uh, the new fine increase by the Department of Transportation is going to increase between 30 to 40%. And 30 to 40% is a lot of money now this 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 new uh, increase is not basically for the for the truck drivers it's basically everybody i mean if you get a speeding ticket in your car and it used to cost a hundred dollars now it's going to cost you 130 140 dollars okay now but for the transportation industry it's going to be more because let's just say out of service violation i mean if because the, the thing is is like I know you've been put out of service and you, you don't get any ticket or you might be you know get a ticket that costs sixty hundred dollars something like that or whatever. Now we're talking about our out of service violation by requiring a permit to operate a CMB. Now that fine used to cost twenty two thousand three hundred and twenty four dollars. Now it's gonna cost. $23,048. Right? And not keeping the 
record of your logs is going to cost you uh, 32, uh, used to cost $32,208. Now it's going to cost $33,252. Okay. Also, out of service failure to cease operation. Let's just say the DOT puts you out of service and you keep on running because they might put you out of service and you cannot operate anymore because they suspend UMC. And I know some of you guys, uh, you know, thinking like, well, I'm, I'm going to get home and, you know, trying to get home. Unfortunately, you cannot move that vehicle. The only thing you can do is like, I don't know if this is, they don't even believe me because I don't know if you can do that either. Take the signs out of your truck and basically put a sign that says in transit or not for, uh, not for hire. So you can go home. But if you're running with that vehicle with your signs and your NC number on the side, on the side of your uh, vehicle, then that's, that used to cost $32,208. Now that went up to $33,252. Now, so basically everything they used to cost, uh, let's just say $100, now it's going to cost you $120, or $140. So my best advice is trying to stay away from the Department of Transport or the DOT officer. So, I mean, it's going to be hard because, I mean, if you get into a scale and they want to push you in and do an inspection or whatever, and then, you know, good luck to you because they're going to get you anyway. But another one, commercial driver's license violation. Let's just say your driver's license is suspended and they cost you driving with your driver's license suspended. That, gonna cost, that used to cost $6,755. Now it's going to cost you $7,000 or $6,974. That one... That one doesn't win up that much, but you know, uh, you know, this is this is the thing. Like you know, another one is like uh, record of of uh, bookkeeping violation. I don't know exactly what that means. To be honest with you, that that will be they used to cost one thousand four hundred ninety so four hundred ninety six dollars is going to cost now one thousand five hundred forty four dollars. So and. Uh, this is some of the little things that, you know, add up that is basically, uh, you know, it's going to increase this year because anything that used to cost, you know, less is going to cost more. Uh, <coughs> reckless driving, you know, following too close, uh, tailgating, you know, improper lane changing, all these fines went up. So... I mean, I mean, I, I could have said like, well, you know, do the best you can trying to stay away, but I mean, I know it's going to be impossible because I mean, it is impossible to stay away from them because if you're driving in the highway and sooner or later, sooner or later, they, you know, going to put you over or, and you know, the only thing is like I say, it's like trying to stay away from, you know, everybody trying to get a ticket. I know it's hard sometimes, but you know, that's what's going on. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, we can do nothing and uh, basically just trying to be safe and yeah, do the best you can. Well, that's the only thing you, we can do right now. So, another thing, folks, is uh, and I don't know why people keep using these uh, 
ELD providers because some of these guys, you know, they don't understand that if you have a, D, a, a, a ELD device and you can edit the driving hours or the driving time, you know, sooner, sooner or later, the, the Department of Transportation is going to catch these people because the moment that they start putting people out, you know, catching drivers and, you know, they find all these violations and the loophole that you can edit your driving time, the Department of Transportation is going to look to this uh, ELD provider and going to do an investigation and if they find that these people, you know, are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're going to basically shut down the company and you're going to lose your money because uh, Falcon ELD, okay, these people got a warning, okay, on September 14, 2023, that they need to fix whatever was wrong with the ELD device, okay, and when they say whatever was wrong with the ELD device was trying to fix that problem that drivers, you know, cannot edit the driving time but guess what they did not listen and they keep you know doing the same thing and you know allowing the uh, drivers all the you know whatever customers they have to edit the driving time well if you're one of those drivers that has a you know falcon eld you got 60 days to basically uh get get a new uh, eld provider because you're not going to be able to use that anymore and if you get caught using the falcon eld good luck to you because they're not allowed to provide uh eld service to anybody in the united states they basically were they they you know they put them out of service but you know the department of transportation put these people out of service because uh they did not comply with the Department of Transportation and the FNCSA regulations, and they no longer can provide uh, ELD service in the United States. Now, the other one is, and you know what? I don't know how. I don't know how this one basically uh, <laughs> kept operating for that long because this one, I think this one has you know been having problems since the beginning. Okay, since they start selling the service, uh, KSK ELD also was removed from the uh, list of the FNCSA uh, ELD providers. They cannot sell their product to anybody. Again, same problem. This company also allows the drivers to edit the driving time. And you guys know that the Department of Transportation, the Department of Transportation, you know, they don't like when you are, you know, when the drivers can't have access to, you know, a loop or they can't edit the driving time. And again, guys, come on. If you have an ELD provider that allows you to basically edit the driving time, you know that company is not going to last longer because they're going to catch these people, okay? Or maybe, like I said before, maybe these guys you know, did a horrible job and basically they did not, you know, they, they were not aware that the product that they have or whatever they were selling, they, the drivers can edit the driving time. And, you know, that that maybe was what was the problem. But Falcon ELD, 
they told him, you know, these people told these people that they need to fix whatever problem. And I guess they did not, you know, comply. And, and they were put out of service. And again, if you have an ELD provider that lets you edit the driving time, you know you're going to get in trouble. Okay? So basically, you're going to lose your money because when the Department of Transportation get these people, that's it. They're going to put these people out of service. And some of these, play, some of these uh, ELD providers, they basically sell you the service for a whole year. You end up paying six, five, four hundred, or whatever you pay. But then you're not going to be able to use that service anymore. And guess what? You lose your money. So, and the way this situation is right now, I don't think anybody, you know, is in the condition to lose $500. I, I mean, I'm not in the condition to, to lose basically not even $50 right now. I don't know you guys, but but that's what's going on. So, and um, also, uh, talking again about the uh, parking spaces, uh, and also uh, Utah is going to get uh, funding basically to create more parking spaces alongside Highway 15. And to be honest with you, uh, alongside Highway 15 going down to Nevada, I mean, you have a lot of places to park. I don't see why you need funding to create more parking spaces around there. I mean, we need uh, more park, more parking spaces, but to be honest with you, there's a lot of places that you don't need to create any more parking spaces because there is not the demand of drugs going on, you know, on that direction on, on that state you know like uh, Iowa Iowa has not a, it doesn't have enough parking you know for the truck because there's a lot of trucks going into Iowa there's a lot of trucks you know going into Illinois Ohio uh, Indiana those places you know need more parking spaces right Georgia Tennessee you know, places Virginia, places like that, they need more parking spaces because they don't have enough parking spa- spaces, okay? Now, California also, California has a lot of problems with parking because, you know, and the problem is you cannot park anywhere in California because there's a lot of signs that they don't want you there and they kick you out. You know, Washington State around Seattle, Seattle metropolitan area around there, there is not enough parking spaces. Same thing with Portland. You know, around there, you don't have enough parking spaces. So, uh, I'm not going to say Wisconsin because Wisconsin, I mean, maybe in, I don't know, I would say maybe Milwaukee going to 90, 94, 39, you know. But other than that, many, probably Minnesota around some poles, those places. But other than that, I mean, you don't have a lack of parking spaces in North Dakota or South Dakota because these places, you know, they, they don't have the demand of truck going in and, you know, coming out. Wyoming, maybe Highway 80 is the one that is a little busy, but you always find parking spaces alongside Highway 80 and, and Wyoming and Nebraska. Not, not if you get close to uh, uh, Lincoln or maybe uh, Omaha, that might be a little bit difficult to find parking spaces around there. 
but you know Missouri also Missouri has a lot of problems with parking spaces because again there's a lot of trolls you know going through the state so that's where you need parking spaces well again my personal opinion but if they want to uh, you know invest that money in you know creating parking spaces create those parking spaces in places like you know Virginia, the, the Northeast, basically, and some of the places in the Midwest and in the Southeast, because this is the places that we have a lot of problems with getting parked. Texas also have a lot of problems, you know, with parking spaces because there's a lot of trucks going into Texas. Now, Oklahoma is different because you can park anywhere, basically, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma doesn't have that many restrictions for trucks to park anywhere, and plus they have a lot of places that you can park because. There is not a demand of truck going, you know, staying on the state. There's a lot of truck crossing the state, but not staying on the state. So, Kansas, I mean, I don't see why you're going to give funds to Kansas because, again, Kansas maybe around Kansas City or, I don't know, Wichita, probably. But, I mean, you can find, you know, parking spaces around there easily. Not like in Missouri or uh, Louisiana, Texas, uh, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi. I mean, uh, yeah, Mississippi and on I-10. I mean, it's, it's, anywhere in Mississippi is hard to get parking spaces, especially because they don't have, I don't know, that many parking spaces available or that many truck stops that you can go and use. You know, especially in I-10, Highway 49 going all the way up to Jackson, Mississippi, and you know, places like that. Uh, Tennessee also. Tennessee is horrible to get to get a parking space. So, but like I said, uh, I know they're doing the best they can to trying to create parking spaces, but uh, it, it's not enough. It's not enough, but that's what it is. Another thing, folks, is like I was reading this uh, article, and uh, I don't know. I, I, so, uh, I don't know if this is gonna be true or what. But I mean, I don't see that yet. This article says that by uh, March 2024, 60% of the owner operators are gonna disappear. Now. I know the fuel price went down. Uh, you know, the low, you know, the low prices went up a little bit. Not that much. You know, some places you can get at the three dollars per mile, but you know, again, it's not something that go, they go, you know, that goes more than seven hundred miles. And prices went up a little bit. Now, the value of freight went down. Okay. Because believe it or not, we're still we're still in a uh, recession, and the freight is moving, but not like before. Because at this time of the year, you know there was a lot of onions and apples coming out of Washington State, and you know I would say uh, right now, if you go to Washington State, you might get a load of onion or, or, or apples but it's not going to pay like you used to pay before that you get $8,000, $7,000 uh, 
to hold a low from uh, Washington State to Ohio or Indiana or Kentucky or you know whatever. Now the most you might be the most that you probably get will be like maybe 6,500. Okay. I mean you can work with that because the field price went down a little. And, you know, you can work with that. But right now, not even 6,500 because, I mean, I seen Lowe's. They used to pay $7,500 from, uh, you know, uh, Hotel Washington. And I picked those Lowe's myself. Picking up in Hotel Washington, there was a Lowe's Onions going to uh, Ohio. And I remember that I did, I did the low for $7,500. Now they have a, they have a low poster for $5,200. You call the broker, trying to see if you can squish some money out of it. Says, no, that's the most I can do. And believe it or not, uh, this is uh, this is bad because some of these, you know, lows they used to pay good. I mean, went down almost 30%. And that's the thing I don't understand. How can, you know, a stuff they used to pay $7,500 before. And whatever, you know, you, you're transporting, you used to, you used to pay, you know, used to cost less on the store. Because, look, a love, a, a, I would say, uh, you go to the supermarket to get a pound of onions. It used to cost you like, what, $1.90? $1.50? dollar whatever now you know those five pounds of uh, of onions they used to cost you like four three dollars now it costs you eight nine some places ten dollars so i don't understand how can the you know the price of transportation went down when whatever you're transporting you know it went up the apples i mean right now you go to places and they want to sell you one apple for one freaking dollar okay just one apple one dollar I mean that is insane just like uh, the other day I went and picked up uh, four oranges and I'm talking I'm telling you beat up orange okay one dollar fifty cents I mean one dollar fifteen cents per orange okay so but this is the situation that you know is, is being going on right now because look another thing is like The Midwest, okay? The Midwest, and when I say the Midwest, I'm talking about Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, you know, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, Minnesota, Michigan, all these places before, okay? You used to pick up loads that used to pay up to $6, okay? Now, You cannot find a, a, a low around here that pays more than $3. And that is insane because the B West used to be one of the places that you can get a lot of good freight because, you know, I remember I used to work for a company and they keep you in the Midwest because that's why they were making the money. Because, I mean, why would I take my truck all the way down to the Southeast when if I keep my, my truck around, you know, the Midwest hauling lows that pays four six dollars 
and I'm making the money because if I pick up a load that pays, you know, that goes 15, uh, 500 miles, that's $1,500 or $3. Now, these people used to get four, $5, $2,500, right? And some of you guys know what I'm talking about because I picked those before, after I, after I went uh, as an owner operator, I picked most of these loads. I remember I picked a 500 mile load that pays me $3,200. And I picked a load in uh, Michigan all the way to uh, uh, Sao Paul, Minnesota. Okay? So, Lowe's they used to pay three thousand dollars before. Now it's paying a thousand dollars. I don't. I, that's one thing I don't get. But the freight situation is basically all messed up. This, you know, it's pointless. You know, keep talking about it because this thing is not gonna get better. I mean, plus, you know, the brokers doesn't want to work with you because they know that if you refuse the load, they have four six guys sitting over there waiting to get that load. So anyway, so. But that's what's going on. Well, folks, that's all I got. Uh, talk to you guys in the next uh, podcast. Be safe out there. Uh, don't get stressed. Don't work too hard if you're not getting paid. And God bless you. Bye.